right, this is Deborah Kendrick, and this is Writer's Retreat for April 2021. And uh, we're uh, perhaps more casual than usual this month. We're, I really am a little discombobulated, technologically speaking, today. But thank you, Ellen Lemley, for the rescue, as usual. And um, since we are just a few... Uh, let's go around and, um, how about this? Uh, say who you are, where you are, and if you have discovered any new writing tip that you might want to share with the rest. Um, okay. So, uh, Mary, you want to go first? Oh, thanks for the warning. <laughs> um, this is Mary Highland in Columbus, Ohio. And it's pouring down rain right now. Um, I uh, have a blog called Seeing It My Way. And I've self-published two <laughs> memoirs. One is called The Bumpy Road to a Assisted Living, a Daughter's Memoir. And it's about moving my mother into assisted living. And the second one is Insight Out, One Blind Woman's View of Her Life. The first one is on Bard. And um, the second one, I'm trying to get it there. Um, and a tip uh, that, that I've learned recently I really, I'm not good at thinking on my feet, Deborah. So can I come back <laughs> with my answer? Sure, sure. Deborah, I'm going to have to leave in about maybe half an hour. So we need to kind of rush through these preliminaries as quickly as possible. If I'm going to have time to read Mary's piece. Okay, well, there there are only a few of us. So okay, don't, don't panic. Helen, would you like to be next? Oh, sure. This is Helen Kobeck. I live in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Um, a tip would be just, I, I write every day. Um, no matter mm. what happens, I just carve out at least a half an hour to write something every day. Um, and that especially worked for me when I was working on my book. Um, I also wanted to share with people that I was interviewed. I did a book interview with Kim Loftus and Chris Grabowski that came out the end of March, I think. Oh, um, I heard that. Yeah. Of okay. Cruelty. That's who yeah. you are. Okay. Yeah. The voice sound familiar. Okay. Yeah. They did a really sweet interview and they were able to get to, you know, kind of the, the history of the book and some of the content of the book. And then also some of the, how did I get it onto audible kind of thing. So they really covered an awful lot. It was really nice. So if folks want to hear it, I think the title, I'm not, I think it's something called No Pressure, and it's a mystic access, and it was from, I think, the 25th of March. I'm glad someone, I'm glad you heard it. Who's, nice. who's that, you heard it? That was, I heard it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was Abby, but it's, it's, if, um, I subscribe to their podcast, so it's queued up on my picture track uh, forward okay. to it. Thank you, and thank you for the tip, Helen. I love it. Um, yeah. Hey, thanks, folks. Uh, Abby, go ahead. Okay, well, I'm in Sheridan, Wyoming, and um, uh, my tip is um, 
to read. Uh, you know, read especially books in the genre in which you want to write. Uh, and that way you can get ideas of how you can improve your own writing. And also to read books on writing and read magazines like The Writer and Poets and Writers. And that way you can kind of stay up to date and get ideas and that kind of thing. So that's my tip. Thank you. Good. And, and, and now and now I've, I've thought of something. Okay, heard, go ahead, Mary. Just uh, real quick. Um, okay. I write a letter every night. Um, Helen said she she writes a journal. I write a letter every night to a friend, and often what I write inspires me to write the same thing on my blog. Hmm. So hmm. that's that. Excellent. Nice. Oh, Excellent. this is Helen. I don't actually journal. Um, I don't. I'm sorry. I, I, oh, that's okay. I just thought I'd mention I don't journal, but I just write something. I will begin to produce a poem or I will just write something. But um, yeah, I've never gotten into journaling, but I. But it would be fun to do that sometime. But yeah. Nice. Mm. Okay, Becky, how about you? Hello, this is Becky and I'm from Northern California. And what I like to do sometimes is write about what I want to write. So, for example, mm. I put my mystery aside for months, and now I realize that what I need to do is write about it, write about what I want from the characters or where I want the setting to be and what might be a good thing about that and what might, and some of it may not end, it may not all end up in that story, but writing about it just helps me figure out what I what I think before I start. I like that. That's it. Thank you. Nice. Okay. I'm going to say, I'm, I'm going to jump in real quick right before I leave and say, this is Alan in Brandon, Mississippi. And uh, all I write are emails, but for, for, for everybody, for everybody that does write, my tip is proofread, proofread, proofread. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. People right. do not Absolutely. proofread their work enough. So, oh, you know, I, amen yeah. to that. And yeah, and so. Alan, I know you don't aspire to be a writer, but I have to say, um, no one writes informational emails about how to do something clearer than Alan. You're. you're <laughs> good at that well, and I, I appreciate it so much thank you that, that that's a nice thing to say I I used to do tax research I used to have to write memos explaining the tax code to people so wow. I, I, I guess I, I guess I got a good training because uh, there, there's certainly a, a right way and a wrong way to do it and I, and I always strive to make it so that I could follow it and I figure if I could follow it then anybody could follow it. So that, that that's always my goal when I whenever I write anything instructional. So but yeah. but thanks. That that's nice for you to say. Thank so you. I'm a, I'm gonna say bye to you ladies and hope y'all have a great meeting and uh thank you for letting me uh be involved. You're welcome to stay here. if you want to I know, stay. I know. I know I got some stuff I, what I'm trying to do with this computer. Okay, so. well you didn't hear my tip. <laughs> oh, I'll stay for your tip. <laughs> well it's not actually a tip. It's something, but I think it is a tip in disguise. Um, I I have been struggling for a while. I, I have to write, um, this is Deborah Kendrick, by the way, and I'm, oh my gosh, I almost said I'm in Cincinnati, Ohio. I am not. I'm in St. Petersburg, Florida. Um, but anyway, I, uh, you know, I, I wrote a newspaper column every week for 30 years, and I stopped doing that a few years ago. And I was so glad for quite a while. And then I started feeling 
something was missing that I didn't, I wasn't on top of something timely. And I, I thought about a blog. I may yet do a blog, but I'm too disorganized. I'm just not getting around to it. But what I think is that I needed a new interest and some things have been happening and burbling around in my brain and I couldn't quite figure it out. But I had an inspiration this week that I want to do a podcast. And I, 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 I've done, because I love interviewing people. That's what I do is I interview people and I write about them. And it's the happiest I've, I am in any of the writing I've ever done is writing other people's stories. And so um, I did an interview kind of as a friend of a friend thing this week. And it, it was so much fun. And, I and it was good. It was very good. Thank you. Thank you. And I have put my money where my mouth is, so to speak. I picked the brains of a lot of really smart audio people, and I just spent a ton of money, and all my stuff arrived today. Evelyn and oh. I the time looking at all these pieces of equipment, trying to figure out how oh. <laughs> it all goes together. But so, so we shall see. But, you know, I figured if I put money on the line, then I'll I'll do it. I'll get around to it. So so wish me luck, you guys. I'll be picking your brain as well. Yeah. Um, luck with anyway. it. Anyway, so that's that's my that's my thing. And um so I know Abby, your time is short and you're reading for two people tonight. Yes. Yeah. So um, well, I, I may not have time to read my own. I'll read Mary's first because I've already got up here. So all right, okay. so th- this is called. Now, Mary, what? do you want to say anything oh. about it yeah. before Abby reads? Let me just quickly introduce it. It's um, uh, the Columbus Dispatch is running a series of personal stories written by readers of the newspaper. And the, the subject is um, how they are dealing with the pandemic. Um, and so I here is um, my my reader for the evening, Abby. Since I don't <laughs> okay. read that well. All right. So here she is. <clears throat> okay, all right. New surviving the surviving this pandemic was going to be a challenge for me as a visually impaired person who lives alone. About three minutes for se- oh whoops. Uh-oh, hang on a minute. Uh, just a minute. I thought I was in the document here. Oh, no. Okay, come on. Oh, where the heck? I thought. Hang on, keep going. I'm sorry. I should have gotten down here. I thought I was actually in the document proper, but I'm in all the, the introductory stuff. at the stop. Oh, gosh. I, I, sh- I should be able to. Why can't I get down beyond settings? What the H? Hang on, let me see. I'm going to turn my speech back on. And, oh, wow. Oh, well, that's because I haven't opened it. Duh. That would help to open the file. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let me see. All right. I think now it's going to work. Oh, boy. See, Deborah, you're not the only one. Okay, let me start over then. Okay, because I think I found, let me get back up to the, okay. Surviving this pandemic was going to be a challenge for me as a visually impaired person who lives alone. Would I, su- would I suffer from boredom? Would I gain weight 
from sitting around and eating junk food? How was I going to get groceries? What about haircuts and, and manicures? <clears throat> oddly enough, instead of being, oddly enough, instead of, hang on, I'm going to turn my speech back off so it would, okay, oddly enough, uh, let me try that again. Sorry, Mary. I do normally when I've read your stuff in the past, I've had a chance to practice. Well, <laughs> I'm doing this cold turkey. All right. Anyway, scrap it. We could just scrap it. Oddly enough, oddly <laughs> enough, instead of being bored, I often felt I didn't have enough hours in the day. Meetings via Zoom, meetings via Zoom open opened the world to me. I even attended a concert and a play sitting on my couch. The American Council of the Blind, ACB, provided hours of entertaining conversations, presentations, and even karaoke over Zoom. Here was a chance to talk with other people who are blind all over the country. I have a beautiful, I have a beautiful and energetic long, I, oh, what the? Hang on, I might have skipped. I have a beautiful and energetic dog guide. And we took long walks around the neighborhood every day. Where, where I live, you can walk all day and never walk on the same sidewalk twice. Yet, my dog showed signs of boredom, even though I varied our route each day. Instead of being excited about going for a walk, she might as well have said this again. Aren't we ever going any place fun? I too was tired of treading over the same old sidewalks day after day with no Zoom calls and phone conversation. What? Hang on a minute. Sorry, sorry, Mary. Let's see, uh, with no destination and no one to talk to, jumping the gun with my advancing, my display mm -hmm. here, Zoom calls and phone conversations were great, but spending time with a real live person just can't be replaced with contrived activities. Then the solution came to me. I called my friend, Dan, who is also physically active and an extremely kind and generous person. I asked him if he could take us to a park so we could walk on trails that would offer new, whoops, that would, okay, hang on, this, okay. Uh, new, oh, here we go, new and exciting experiences for my dog. For some reason, when I hit the down panning key, it, it, it skips two lines sometimes. We had such a good time on that first walk at, at Blendon Woods that Dan suggested we walk at another Metro Park the next week. During that walk, we set a goal of walking. We, we set a goal of walking at every Columbus Metro Park all 19 of them. And so we did. Each park presented 
a different view of the world with features. Uh, oops. Crazy. Okay, hang on a minute. Uh, here we go. Thank you, Mary. <laughs> with features ranging from the ordinary to fascinating. <laughs> with each seasonal change, the visuals changed as well. And Dan described them all. He loved how he could see the structure of a tree without its leaves when we walked when we walked into fall. He captured many photos. Uh, oops, captured many photos of everything from a caterpillar to caterpillar to me touching the moss on a tree. Aside from the natural wonders, I discovered the joys of trying out the modern play equipment for the, whoops, modern play equipment for the young and the young at heart. At each park, we heard a variety of bird songs, frogs, ducks, woodpeckers, and even a squirrel who made a sound like a woodpecker, which we learned later was a warning for his friends in the forest. Many of the paths were paved, but our favorites were those that were dirt, gravel, or grass. They were easier on our feet. And Dora's, whoops, and let's see, hang on, I think, uh, easy on our feet. Hang on a minute, I uh, lost my place here. Dag nabbit. Okay, and Dora's tail was about, was about way, blah, blah, blah. Let me try that again. My tongue this time. Dora's tail was about wagged itself off as she trotted along ahead of us, checking out the intriguing smells. Occasionally, her happiness would explode as she raced back to Dan and covered his face mask with kisses. She was saying, thank you, Dan, for bringing us out here in the country. After all 19 parks were explored, we began again discovering what we had missed the first time. After all nine, oops, wait a minute. Oh, I think uh, the first time is that, oh no, here we go. It is true that to stave off depression, sadness or boredom, the best place to go is outside. Even if the sun isn't shining, the exercise makes us feel better and the sounds and sights of our surroundings make the pandemic blues go away. Okay, I think that's the end. Oh, wait, no, wait here we go. It is. Are you sure? Oh, yes, it is. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yes, it I is. Got I've some, got my fingers. I got some it. blank, and then it just went back to the yeah. last paragraph. I'm sorry about that. I I guess voice dream reader isn't the best <laughs> stuff, but oh. <laughs> at least you heard it. <laughs> well, thank okay, you let's... for giving it a try. Oh, it's no problem. Yeah. And Mary, before I go, I do. I did notice when you say all 19 parts, you need to write out the word 19. 
And then also another thing, ACB, when you say American Council of the Blind, ACB should be in parentheses. I noticed it wasn't. So those are the only, otherwise I love it. I think it's a great, it's a great piece. Thank you. I think 19 can be written in numbers because it's two digits. Is that? Well, what I, well, I think with with it. We always used, um, well, what was it? The Chicago Manual of Style or the APA. And they both say numbers one through 10. You write the word above that is optional. So okay, so you might check and see if the paper uses wants to use a particular style guide because I know Grammar Girl talks about this a lot. Have you ever heard that podcast? You know, she says the Chicago Manual Style says this, and this other okay. Manual Style says okay. this. Okay, okay, so Abby, let's let's, let's, yeah. let's give Mary a chance and let's talk about okay. what we think of the piece. <laughs> um, okay, good so, idea. Yeah. So, um, Helen or Becky, do you have any any comments? No, I was. Well, I liked it, and I think it's good because, as always, it gives people a view, um, a different view of life, and it also says that thing that I don't know if we always like. Well, if they can do it, I can do it. <laughs> yeah. 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 This is Helen. I, I like it, too. It's it, It's engaging. And even though there was some struggles with reading it, I still wanted to hear more and more about what it is that you did that was so um, that was so comforting and enlivening and that has been getting you through. So it's 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 inspiring. And anyone who reads it would feel like, oh, you know, this there are things we can do. There's new things and there's new ways to look at things that we've been maybe doing all the way along. So um, thank you for sharing that. I would love to read it. If you're willing to um, to send it out, so I can just read it again, or I can, direct Mary, with your permission, since I've got it right here ready. Oh, I send it to yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And and now I'll weigh in. I'll tell you. I mean, Mary and I are good friends, so I I knew that she and Dan were doing this all along. And I tell you the truth, I've been green with envy because I just think it sounds so lovely. But what I especially like was how you, in talking about the parks, you absolutely incorporated all the senses. I mean, we, we saw it, we smelled it, we heard the, the sounds of animals. We even got to feel a dog's licking a face with a face mask. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> you really did a, a wonderful job of incorporating all the senses into it, which I think is the best way to bring and mary actually wrote about these park journeys on her blog and i really enjoyed reading about those on your yeah. blog mary yeah. yeah so much more detail yeah and i yeah. did do that on purpose um i don't think i put smell in there but um it's too late i've already well, got 600 words <laughs> but yeah um, you can't put everything in there you know no and like, the, i think you've got a good piece a, though Thank you. Yeah. It, um, so has it been published yet? Where are you in the process? With well, um, I'm going to send it in on Monday. Oh, okay. I wanted to hear it. That's why I was, I, that's why oh. I didn't offer to just say, oh, forget it. We'll just read it next month. Because I okay. want 
Then I'll give you one tiny grammatical. I'm I'm annoying, but at least I admit it. Where well, you? Thank you, Dan. There should be commas around his name. Oh, thank uh, you, comma Dan, comma. Quote. Oh yeah, I missed that. Yeah, I was getting into the story and thank I missed you, that. Yeah, Dan. yeah. And oh, and the yeah. other thing is, ACB should be all cap. I'm I'm sorry, I didn't understand the parentheses. Like, oh, I think oh. ACB should just be all capital letters. Well, what I was I what I was suggesting is American Council. It says American Council of the Blind, and then right after it, it says ACB, and that should be oh, in parentheses to to, <laughs> to under to clarify that that to, that's the acronym. That way, if she mentions it again, we know what ACB right. is. Right. I forgot it came after. Sorry, I was thinking it came before. Well, anyway, yes, you're right. That's exactly right. so. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. Send it on. Put in some commas and some parentheses and send it on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You you agree with the parentheses? I agree with the parentheses too. I'm not so yeah. sure I think commas and parentheses are, are necessary. Oh, because no, he's right. Whenever you put an acronym that's explaining, yeah, yeah, it goes in parentheses. Okay. Right. I don't, I don't, I'm not so sure I agree with the Dan part. I have to look at that. Because it, it's... It, well, because it's it, direct address. Well, it, if you don't, you, you don't have to agree with it. You can look it up in any grammatical style book. Well, yeah, it, yeah uh, that's right. Okay, what I'd like for you to do is read it out loud. Can you, you know, just that section without the yeah. commas. And then with the commas... Because you paused. Yeah. Um, we had you. such a good because time on that first walk at Blendon Woods that Dan suggested we walk at another metro park the next week. During that uh, walk, we set a goal of walking at every... That's not where it is. It's where it is. The next paragraph. It's in the quote. Oh, it's, when it we're talking about the dog, I, well, let me see if I can... I can see if I can find After it. After all 19 parks were explored, we began again discovering what we had missed the first time. It is true that to stave off depression. Nope. Sex, no, no, that's the end. It's that, yeah, it's before, it's before that. Before that. Thank him. Yeah, it's when the dog she is jumping. Him and she says, quote, thank you, comma, quote. I know. I mean, I know. sorry. Thank you, comma. Dan, comma, quote, because it's the end of the quote. Right. That's yeah. why, yeah, it's direct okay. address, right? It's where the part, the part where the okay. dog is jumping up Thank on the face. Oh, here we go. Mask. Here we go. I should have just searched for it. Yeah, my technology <laughs> just got totally retired yesterday. Don't worry about it. I <laughs> explode as, she, as she reached back to, oh, geez. Raced. As Raced. she reached back to Dan. Raced. Raced back. Raced back. Okay, I can't. My fingers are not. Okay, there we go. Happiness. He's dealing with grade one. He yeah. raced back to Dan. Oh, yeah. And covered his face mask with kisses. <laughs> she was saying, thank oh, you, yeah. Dan, for bringing us out here in the country. So you, you, it's, it's, I can't remember the time. Thank you, comma, Dan, comma. Isn't it? I think it's, I think Dan is called in a positive, as, if I'm remembering that correctly. Yeah, this is Helen. It, it would definitely want to be surrounded by commas, I think. From, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. you guys win. I'll put that. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they have a proofreader at the newspaper, they'll stick them in. 
Just trying yeah, to protect that's true. you. <laughs> yeah, I, I was just thinking, you know, it just is smoother. Thank you, Dan. You know, like. Well, like, yeah, it, it's, it is smoother, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but okay. the way you say it and the way it's written don't necessarily have to sound. I mean, yeah, I think that's, that's I, different. Okay. <laughs> so Abby has just a few minutes. Let's let Abby. Yeah. Her. Okay, let me hang on. Let me oops, right, let me get back over to my file to my own file here. This should be a lot easier. Uh, let's see, editor. And by the way, Deborah, in case you're wondering, I'm you. I've got a new uh, BI twenty X from Humanoid that I'm using. So, and I really like it. All right, so this is. I all. have a forty on the way. Oh, good for you. Me good. too. You'll love, You'll love it. Okay. Anyway. This Who was that? Who said me too? Was it Becky? Becky. Becky. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh wow. Yes, oh, we're gonna have. We're gonna have fun. Get back to All right. <laughs> okay. Um. This is this is called how a poetry workshop inspired a a lot. I can't. How a poetry workshop inspired a poem. It's my tongue. My tongue is faster than my finger. Okay. How a poetry workshop inspired a poem. My friend Rose and I have attended many Wild Poets workshops together over the years. One year, the presenter was a poet by the name of Don Senior Trask. I don't recall what year that was or where the workshop was held. I don't remember too much about Don Senior Trask, except <laughs> that she'd worked with children. Naturally, she took in stride in she took in stride what transpired during the workshop. In the morning, Rose and I were sitting side by side in the room with other participants. We'd just been given a prompt, and we were writing away, minding our own business. Suddenly, Rose let loose a loud belch, and it was all I could do to keep from laughing. To her credit, she was usually not in the habit of loud oral expulsions of wind. When she realized what she'd done, she cried out in mortification. That made it even funnier. Fortunately, nobody else laughed or I would have lost it. That afternoon, Don Senior Trask prompted us to write about something out of the ordinary. Below is what I wrote with a few minor revisions. It tells the story of poor Rose's fall from grace. It appears in my collection, How to Build a Better Mousetrap, Recollections and Reflections of a Family Caregiver. This just goes to show that a memorable poetry workshop can inspire a memorable poem. And here's the poem. It's called Belch. The room is silent, but for the scratch of pencil against paper, murmur of voices, flip, rip of pages, unexpected, it cuts through the silence, raucous, obnoxious, breaks my concentration. I fight to diffuse a bomb of mirth that threatens to explode. The effort brings tears to my eyes. After a moment, I continue writing, but my heart's not in it anymore. The end. <laughs> it's funny. funny. You know, the 
word the word belt, the way you said it, is like an onomatopoeia. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Belt. <laughs> well, it's, it sure beats actually doing it. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, it is funny. Abby, would you mind reading not the introduction, but just the poem itself? Poem again? Okay. Hang on. Let me get back up here. Thanks. Uh, No problem. Let's see. Uh, Okay, here we go. All right. Belch. The room is silent, but for the scratch of pencil against paper, murmur of voices, flip rip of pages unexpected it cuts through the silence raucous obnoxious breaks my concentration i fight to diffuse a bomb of mirth that threatens to explode the effort brings tears to my eyes after a moment i continue writing but my heart's not in it anymore And this was actually published in my Y.O. Poets uh, newsletter this month. Uh, It's an article I wrote to kind of, because we have a workshop coming up here at the end of April. And so I thought I would submit an article, you know, about what can happen at a poetry workshop to kind of entice people to come to the workshop. So hopefully that (laughs) bring in some, some more participants. We'll see. (laughs) <laughs> speaking of poetry prob- probably uh, some of the others of you but I, I wanted to make it a point to mention it this evening for anyone who maybe didn't National Braille Press is doing another they did one last year in both cases sponsored oh. by Kathy Schneider who's just a really generous and wonderful blind promoter of all things literary um, and she is sponsoring this thing and, and paid to have a book published, everybody who, um, uh, the, I don't know, I think it's the first 50 people or 100 people or something who respond to participate in the call will get a copy of Amanda Gorman's book in Braille. And I signed up for that, but never got a confirmation or a Zoom link or anything. So I'm not sure what to think. I think I don't have a, any. I think, yeah, well, I think, well, I don't know about that because I, th- I think you you get a confirmation and can t- participate whether you're one of the first few or not. Cause I was in the last one, but I wasn't, I was way at the end of the game, but they said, okay. they sent me a message to make sure I knew and had the call. In. Okay. Yeah. It's Cause I hadn't wonderful. gotten anything. So, but anyway, hopefully I'll be able to do that. I got to run guys. Thank you so much for the Thank opportunity you, to share. And uh, yeah, Thank you all you. have a good evening. We'll see you another time. Yeah, bye-bye. Enjoy. Yeah. Bye. Hi, this is Helen. I'm afraid I have to jump off to a neighbor is waving to me to, to help her with something. So I'll see you next month. Okay. Thanks. Oh, sorry. The tree. Becky's. Okay. Oh, thank you. Bye. Well, that leaves us. <laughs> That's right. Mary and I will. And, and oh, you two are still here. Okay. We oh. are. We are. <sighs> yeah. Okay. So, so I don't. You know what? I'm going to stop the recording at this point, because uh, this is for those who are picking up the recording later, 
this is what we do to accommodate writers who aren't ready to share what they have to read with the public beyond our group. So um, this is the end of the recording and I will remind anyone who's interested that we will meet again on the second Saturday of May. Okay, wait. I didn't, okay. Oh dear. Wait, oh, wait. It, as it turns out, I can't read this anyway because my friend's visiting and she's coming back 